Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's hard to believe, but football's almost back. The NFL preseason kicks off with the Hall of Fame game on August 1st, and soon we'll have regular season football and college football. That means it's time to make an account at the best online sports book known to man. That's right, I'm talking about my bookie. Sports betting is exploding in popularity. If you want to get in on the action with a trusted company that's been in business for years, MyBookie is the place for you. With an easy, no-hassle mobile site, 24-7 customer service, and bets on every sport and prop imaginable, MyBookie provides a fun, safe betting experience. Maybe you think Drew Brees and the Saints get their revenge for the terrible blown call in last year's NFC Championship game. Or maybe you think Tom Brady and the Patriots won an unbelievable seventh Super Bowl. Why not make money when your prediction comes true? And if you deposit today, my bookie will give you 50% deposit bonus. That's right, you put in $100, they give you $50. You put in $1,000, they give you $500. It's that easy. Football weekends are the best, but they're even more thrilling when every touchdown can win you more money. So go to mybookie.ag and sign up today with promo code READY. At mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, and we have the tickets. Boys, it's Jeremy W. Miller. Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. Oh, 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 oh the block. chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, whoa, deep whoa. Oh, no! Oh, oh, right no! Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the deep phone! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome to episode 49 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast in 49 states. It's just basketball, but this is Born Ready to Pod. <laughs> this is Indiana, and we have the worst summer league team in the NBA this year. 
Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I do, but I, I hate it. What are some of your takeaways from the games you've watched? Oh, I think we're going to get into get it a into little it. bit later. Get into it right okay, now. Just go ahead. Okay, Come on. We'll Come on, tough ahead. guy. Um, I think uh, I'm actually kind of fired up about this. I think we, I think the Pacers really dropped the ball here. Um, it sucks because a lot of positive energy, a lot of positive flow from the Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, TJ Warren, Jeremy Lamb, press conferences. Uh, but I really think we've really screwed the pooch here on this summer league thing because, uh, to me, there were four things, four key things we needed to get out of summer league. Okay, first one, can Aaron Holiday take over the second unit? I think we've answered the question. I mean, he had a very bad first half um, two days ago. Uh, but, yes, I think that he can take over. So that was one of the important takeaways I got. Second thing. We needed to see who was going to be the backup power forward, T.J. Leaf or Alizé Johnson. And they didn't even play T.J. Leaf in the Summer League. I can't – can anybody – is there an argument at all for T.J. Leaf not being on this roster? No. Is he just not on the roster? Is he he's not playing? playing. He's just not playing. He's so not he's on the there, roster. like, no. sitting on the bench? No. Okay, I was no. going to say, I don't know. No, I think he should definitely be playing. Uh, he should definitely be playing. The biggest question mark we have is at the, uh, is at the power forward position to me. Um and so that's a question that is going to be remain unanswered throughout this whole process, who the backup four is going to be. And to me, since T.J. Leaf's not playing, they're saying T.J. Leaf's the backup four. Like, that's that's what it tells me. Um, and Alizé is playing really well. He's playing right now against the Atlanta Hawks. I think he has about 11 points, maybe five boards already at the half. Um, the third thing we needed to figure out is if uh, Goga was going to be able to play the backup five. And they couldn't even, they couldn't even get him in – the, the country like as soon as he was drafted that should have been priority number one getting him over here to see what he had in actual gameplay because we're, we're putting a lot of faith into this guy i mean we are putting Sabonis in the as the starting four and we're putting leaf as the backup four and now we're just saying this guy is going to be the backup five i hope it works out but i'd sure like to know if it's going to work out and see how he plays against nba level competition and this isn't even nba level competition to be honest with you in the summer league but we couldn't even get him in the united states to even see what he had like that's 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 sad, and then um, so that's another uh, factor that's going to remain unanswered here in the summer league. And then the fourth one to me was um, is uh, Brian Bowen uh, worthy of a roster spot? I think yes. I think he. I think yes, he should be on the fifteen man roster. He does have a two way contract. He does have a two way contract, but. Um, you know, do we need to go out and get somebody else to fill that, you know, the back-end spot? No, I think he's he's kind of uh, come along really nicely in the summer league. I really like what I've seen out of him. So the four very important questions that we needed to have answered after summer league, we're only going to get two of those four. And I just think we dropped the ball. Our team sucks. I mean, it doesn't matter if you win or lose these games. That's fine. But our team just is terrible. Like, yeah, I, can't even, I can't even lie. I can't even watch them. Like, I think it's terrible. And I knew it was going to be bad as soon as they said that Gansey – Straight up said, "Hey, we're not running any plays. We just want to get up and down the floor." Yeah, like you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Aaron Holiday could be out there calling plays, even if it's just like five, six, seven plays. It's not like everyone in the NBA runs the same shit. I mean, everyone high pick and roll, coming off screens. It's the same stuff. But you don't. You're not even running those plays to see what these guys have who could fit your system. I just think we're missing a big opportunity here, and I don't. I don't want to rain on anybody's parade because I like what we've done. Uh, and for agency, but I just think we've missed a, a golden opportunity here to get better and really evaluate what we have on the roster. Okay, so, so that, that what? Why didn't Goga come? He's got a visa. He's issue. got a work visa issue. Yeah. I don't know how that. I don't even know so anything about that. Basically, uh, the, no, I have absolutely no 
you know, legal knowledge of this. This is all coming from last game um, when uh, Pritchard was talking uh, on the on the conference there. Uh, but uh, or sorry, during the game on the broadcast. But he basically said that Goga uh, put in for a temporary visa, and uh, when he got back. They weren't aware that it was only a temporary visa, thought it was the clear work visa. And so by the time they figured it out, it was too late in the process. And they thought he would be in the United States today. And then they also said, hey, if he's in the United States today, he's obviously not playing today. There's a good chance he doesn't play at all me in the whole summer league. So that's just terrible. That it's just, just, it's just a missed opportunity. A huge missed opportunity. And uh, that's, I mean, him and Holiday, let's be honest. Him, Holiday. If you're lucky, one or two other guys are really going to contribute to this team. So, well, that's, I mean, that's, what that's just a huge missed opportunity right there. Yeah, and when I said there's four key things, is is Holiday the backup one? Is he good enough? Yes, there's going to be ups and downs. Okay, we've seen that yesterday, two days ago. Okay, is TJ Leaf or Alizé Johnson capable of playing four? We don't know if TJ Leaf is. I, I think Alizé is better, but we don't even know. You could have put them uh, in minutes together, see who plays better, and kind of evaluate on that. Is Goga going to be the backup five? We're not going to figure that out either. And then is Bowen able to take one of those 15 roster spots? I say yes now, but he didn't play today either, so it's just it's tough. It's tough. I just think we'd miss an opportunity. And we clearly suck. I mean, we, we are just so bad. We lost by 20 to two teams that didn't even have a first-round pick playing. Like, what are we doing? Not great. Yeah, not good at all. So, uh, Chris, I know you watched that first game. Uh, any takeaways? No. <laughs> no, you pretty much summed everything up. Yeah, you went over just, everything. I, I spent, you spent There's no one time else on in North today. America that's going to talk that long about this. Pritchard's I, probably already over. I know, yeah. I'm sorry. It just <laughs> no, really it's, but it's great. It's it great. It just really bothered me. You're not going to get that anywhere else. I yeah. love it. But, you know. It, it makes sense, and I, I've watched like three minutes, and I agree with everything you've said. <laughs> so, like, kind of to tie this in now, because I know we want to talk about free agency and whatnot, but I think. Um, I think this really does answer the questions that, that we've had about the Pacers. We think they need to go after another four. Um, that market is drying up and drying up fast. And with TJ Leaf not participating in the Summer League, either A, he's not in their plans at all, or B, they think he doesn't need to show anything in Summer League. And we haven't signed any of these guys. We could have had Jermichael Green at $5 million a year if he would have you know, wanted to sign for us. We could have had him for six if we wanted to use the exception. Um, but basically now we're basically saying I don't think we're going to make another move. I think we're just saving the salary cap space. So that's kind of rolling into the free agency talk, which I know Chris wants to get into uh, pretty hardcore here. Anything else? Malcolm Brogdon's joining the broadcast, or, uh, broadcast with Vince Carter. Do we pause and watch it? Yes, yeah. we do. Yes, we do. Okay, we're pausing now. Yep. My president's black. His name is Malcolm Brogdon. So he was just on the broadcast. Did you notice anything interesting he said? He's kind of a boring talking guy. He's very professional. Yeah. He's very. He was impressed with the organization. Yada yada yada. Seems like he's good same, friends with Vince Carter. Yeah, it seemed like the same things he said in the press conference. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I've been more impressed with Vince Carter honestly on the broadcast. <laughs> like, just thinking what he could do for the Pacers in yeah. terms of leadership, honestly. But I mean, Malcolm Brogdon. He's just he's a first class guy. He sounds like President Obama. Um, he literally has that sounding. Vo- I mean, he has that booming voice. You know, he's a really good talker, and uh, he just keep he keeps using a word that I love from point guards, and that's efficiency, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, it makes me very happy. And I think honestly, I think Aaron Holiday could come out of that 
and uh, learn something because Aaron Holiday is not very efficient. He's really up and down. His ups are great. His downs are bad. If he could be a little more efficient, we're talking yeah, he about a really needs nice to player. Open up the ears yeah. and listen to anything yeah. Brogdon's got to say. Hundred percent. He seems like he's learned the game the right way. Right. Speaking of Brogdon, I was going to play a soundbite from the press conference yesterday. So let's go to that here. Have Victor reached out to me immediately? And I restart this. I have Victor reached out to me immediately when he heard about the deal. Um, I'm actually going to Vegas to work out with him a little bit in the next few days, so we'll, I'm looking forward to building a relationship with him. Um, I think our games fit extremely well together. I'm not a guy that's in, coming in here trying to take over. This is Victor's team. This is his franchise. I want to help Victor be an all-star every year, uh, be a superstar. Um, so it's a, that's important to me to help this team win, um, to really make his job easier. That's that's what I think I can do as a point guard, as a guy that can that can be a point guard but play off the ball. He can have the ball in his hands as much as he wants, but when he doesn't want the ball, he can trust that his point guard will make good decisions and can step up for him. So what do you guys think? He wants to make Oladipo a superstar, all-star every year. I love I love hearing that. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, just great. That's exactly what you want to hear. He might not win it this year since he's not. He's not. He might not be an all-star this year since he's coming back late. But that's what you want out of your point guard. You want him facilitating to the best players on the team. And if he's a great leader and he's a great playmaker himself, that makes it all all the more better, which is why he got over $20 million a year to be our point guard for the next five year, four years. Yeah, great fit. I'm su- Everyone's super excited. I just, I'm honestly just can't wait for the season. Now. Yeah, I can't wait. There's so much. And we're just now starting summer league, so. Yeah. All right, as we mentioned, it's the free agency recap podcast episode. Our annual recap episode where we dive into free agency and everything that has happened thus far. Um, But first, before we get into our discussion on that, um, I want to review Guess That Contract for 2019. Last year, I believe Jake barely edged Hawk out and won by one point. This year, a little more of a differential. So there's three categories. You pick the team, number of years their contract is, and how much money they're going to make. So for each one you guess right, you get one point. So Jake ended up with 28. Hawk finished with 23. Let me see those. So Hawk's taking a look at this. Just to double-check everything, just to make sure. Um, I believe it's all right. Uh, even if there was a plus or minus, there still need like six mistakes to win. So... Gonna be a tough Dang, one. Jake's are pretty good. Which ones did you get? You got Bojan to the Pacers wrong, Lopez to the Lakers, Malcolm to back to the Bucks, Cousins to the Knicks, Russell to the Suns, and I got. I didn't just miss Cousins to the Knicks though. I, I gave him like thirty million. I gave him thirty million, but you, I gave him way too much. Yeah, you gave him a hundred million. Well, I wasn't really thinking in the right capacity because I was. I was drinking all yeah. day, and it was a Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, so I had to get these picks in. Yeah, so. so, But, no, I get what you're saying. Um, I just thought Cousins in particular. I think we both just whiffed on that one. Something fierce. And uh, I just think that uh, that I thought the Knicks were going to go after it and give him a bad contract, and they decided to do that with, like, seven other players instead. So <laughs> I think we both were begging Whoops. on the bad contract Whoops. for sure. That's a mistake. Yeah, I was going to say, if I had to pick your worst guess, it was definitely him. Your best guesses? Al Horford to the Sixers. We both had him to the Sixers? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, we're pretty good at I mean, what we yeah, do. I mean. <laughs> did you guys read sources on that, or did you just guess? What I did I was I, I went with my gut on 
probably the second half, but the top tier guys, you'd have been hearing rumors. Up yeah, yeah, so I kind of just picked and choose where I thought the top guys would fit well, and from what everyone else was saying, I kind of just went that way. But we didn't bet anything on it this year, did we? No, you sold us tickets. Oh, whoa, from last year? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there was it to a postseason game still? I think any game. Any it's game? Any All game right, is, well then. It's fair. It's I'm thinking courtside, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right, so we're about to go. We're gonna go live on Twitter. To anybody who follows us on Twitter, I mean, you can't go live on Twitter while you're listening to this because it's gonna be posted later. So what I'm gonna do now for free agency topics, I'm gonna click that live button. Here we go. All right, so we are now live on Twitter. The camera is completely on Hawk's face. Um, so what I'm gonna do here, free agency roundup podcast, just like we did last year. I'm gonna go over a few bullet points here about. Each team's offseason, we're not going to go over each team's offseason, but we're going to go over a few things like best contract, worst contract. We did the same exact thing last year. We're going to be doing that again for this uh, free agency period. So the first question I'm going to ask you guys here today, pretty simple. Which team had the best offseason? And since I have the camera on Hawk right now, I'm going to let him answer first. So you just want me to go start with one, then he'll do one? Yes. I think we were just supposed to have one team. Yeah, one team. I thought it was three because you did three for the other one. So crap. Well, you can rank it. It's fine. Yeah, okay, I so, only have one, but okay. I can go as we. For my number one is the Clippers. I mean, they had to give up a lot, a lot. But I think they got Kawhi for, what, three years at least, Paul for two. They re-signed Zubak. The contracts they already have are friendly. Um, Pat Bev as well. I mean, they just they completely changed Jamichael the team. Green, and they went from the yes, they went from the eight seed to the possible favorite, betting favorite in Vegas now. So, I mean, it's a no brainer for me, Clippers. And then for my second, third, I put Pelicans, Nets, Jazz, Pacers, Lakers, Grizzlies. Lakers solo because I don't really care about the Lakers. But what about you? Who'd you have? Uh, I had best offseason as the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, with Kawhi, obviously, the Paul George trade, Patrick Beverly, who we hold in high regard, and Jermichael Green, I think, is one of the best contracts that I've seen so far. He's only going to get $5 million a year. Uh, you put all that together, and uh, like you mentioned, Zubak as well. Um, I mean, that team is, is poised for a, a deep run in the playoffs this year. Um, off the top of my head, because I only had one, I also um, I really liked what the Pelicans did. I thought they did a nice job of building around Zion. Uh, they also got some nice pieces in the AD trade. And there's nothing saying that... Redick. Yeah, Redick, he's obviously a really good shooter. He almost made my best contracts, even though he's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what it came down to with the Pelicans for me is... Um, you're able to build around Zion. You put good players with him. Spacers, uh, obviously you mentioned Redick. Drew Holiday's a really good player. And you get assets like Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram has potential to be an all-star in this league. Uh, he hasn't lived up to it, but not very many young guys in L.A. have. Um, and, and guys like Lonzo can still play. I don't love him. I think he's a lot of hype, but he's still a decent basketball player. So I would say Clippers number one. Obviously the Lakers ha- have to be you know talked about a little bit um, with some of the acquisitions they made. Um, the but the Pelicans, Jazz, yeah, I'm still not as high on them as everybody else. They um, just added two very capable. They made their team yeah, definitely yeah. Got better. Yeah, their team got better. Um, and the Nets, you Conley's can make a case. Conley's got to stay healthy though, and I don't yeah. like the bogey contract. You know, is, well, is what I said uh, on the pre-free uh, agent uh, signing podcast that we did. Um, bogey at four years at the end of that, in year three and four, he's not going to be good. Um, and so. 
you're short term now, and they also lost Favors. I mean, Favors was a decent player for them, um, but yeah, they're going to be fine. Jazz look. I mean, they're they're better than they were last year, I think. But I don't think long term they have as much to gain as maybe the Clippers and the Pelicans. I think that you can make a serious case for the Nets too, just because they didn't have to give up near as much to get their two superstars. I mean, they just had the slots available. And so. did you hear they didn't even have to do a meeting with them? I think they just offered him the contract and they signed. They didn't do one meeting yeah. with the Nets. See, that, and that's kind of the thing. And that's like they didn't even do any. So they didn't even do any work. Right. <laughs> they didn't even lose anything. I think you the, can make a case for the Nets. I think well. the reason why I don't have the Nets up there is twofold. One, you obviously want Durant. You want Kyrie Irving. I don't really want Kyrie Irving, but I know a lot of people like Kyrie Irving. So yeah. um, Durant's not playing this year. And then you signed that really weird contact, contract to DeAndre Jordan. Jarrett Allen is better. Yeah. Right now. But like, I think the the consensus was you had to get DeAndre. Yeah, and I, and I get that, but you're still team. you're paying a guy. Now, DeAndre Jordan's not what he was even a year ago or two years ago, and now you're going to be paying him for four years. $10 million a um, year. He averaged a double-double last year. Right. He definitely doesn't feel like he's 30. He feels like he's 35. Yeah. But he, he I think he's definitely got wear and tear yeah. on the body. So yeah. I agree it's a bad contract. But yeah. if your worst contract is $10 million a year, I mean, buggy, that's right. what Doug McTermott makes. Yeah, I know. But that's why I just didn't have them on the list quite as high. Yeah. All right, coming up next, complete opposite of that, who had the worst offseason? Camera's on Jake, so he'll go first. Uh, for me, uh, number one uh, would be the New York Knicks. It's not even close to me. I can't think of anybody else that's even quite as terrible. They missed out on every big free agent. Not only that, there were leaks that they weren't even they didn't even offer Kevin Durant the max. Uh, they couldn't even get the meeting with Kyrie Irving. They completely fumbled it. Um, you got Stephen A. Smith screaming and shouting about him on you know national television and just blowing up Twitter and Instagram, everything. I mean, Hilarious. they were just they were just a drug through the mud. And they they traded uh, their star player Kristaps Porzingis in the middle of the season uh, for basically uh, junk and some tires. Drafted um, a shitty draft they, pick, they, yeah, potentially. They, they took R.J. Barrett, who's had the worst summer I've ever seen. He's like 7 for 33. He turns the ball over at such a high rate. I mean, the Knicks are just a dumpster fire, dude. The only thing they got going for them is I think they have a heck of a coach. I think they got some They got some pieces on that team. Like everyone's talking about, oh, they're an up-and-coming team. No, they're not. At What, what they are, they have a bunch of guys that are going to be good role players. Like those at the top of Mitchell Robinson's game is a good role player. Like, he's not great by any means. And Maybe then, like a DeAndre Jordan type for him. Yeah, and it's just, it's a mess. So I had the New York Knicks as my worst offseason. And then I would, I would say kind of coming up on the worst offseasons, um, I really, obviously Toronto can't really do much about it, but um, losing Kawhi is never easy. <laughs> it's really nothing they did. I didn't think they made any terrible signings. They picked up Paul or Mark Gasol. Uh, they picked up that contract. He picked it up. I think it was a player option now that I think about it. But um, they basically just have like a bunch of clunky contracts now. Um, I think that they'll make some moves in the middle of the season, kind of unload and rebuild. So uh, Knicks because they suck. Raptors because Kawhi chose somebody else. But you had to put yourself in position to uh, reacquire uh, Ky- Kyrie, sorry, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi. And uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles on that. Who'd you have, Hawk? So for me, I didn't even think about the Knicks, but that's probably the right answer. <laughs> but it's just they were terrible last year, and yeah. this year nothing happened. Like, they were rumored to get all these guys, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. 
they actually got some pieces. But, I mean, they obviously don't have the superstar. They're not going to be good at all. But that's why they didn't come to my mind initially. But all things considered, losing out, the way they operated, didn't even get those meetings when they should have. I mean, yeah. you can make that case, I can right. see. But I put the Suns. I mean, they okay. went from the worst team in the NBA, and they signed Ricky Rubio, a guy we didn't want at all. So, I mean, for me, Not that was a no they paid $17 million a year. Yeah, so, I mean... I mean, what are the Suns? And, and and I don't want to take your time by any means, but they also had, I think, they what, they had like the fifth or sixth pick or something like that. They had a relatively high pick. They were in position to get Kobe White or Darius Garland at the time, and then they kept trading back, 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 and then they take, you know, like North Carolina's like third or fourth best player. Yeah. Like, and it, it's just terrible. I don't mean to steal you guys thunder. Mitchell Brooks on here makes a good point. Charlotte Hornets, bad offseason. Uh, yeah, so they, they are somebody, yeah, they are somebody I was, I, I'm going to yeah. hit on in contracts. So. so for my other ones to wrap it up, definitely the Hornets, Rockets, because, I mean, the Rockets didn't do anything. They added Stanley Johnson, and they, I mean, all the teams in the West have gotten better or at least more spread out evenly, and they're the same. They're just running it back. Who knows? We'll see. And then the Timberwolves and Knicks. So, yeah, those were the teams that wrapped out my worst offseason, but Suns for me. All right, up next, we're going to do best and worst contracts, so three of each. So let's just start best contracts. You guys go back and forth like a snake draft. Yeah, sure. let's do that. So one and one, or one and two, yeah. one, whatever. I have just said, do it however, just, some, yeah. just alternate. So, so Hawk uh, will start. Uh, before we start this, Hawk, do you, I, I did not put anybody, like, obviously, I didn't Kawhi. put any max contracts. Okay, no max contracts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, they all want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. All right. I'd argue that Chris Middleton should be on that list. For, for best, best or worst? Worst. Uh, he was, he was somebody a max player. Him I'm and under, Jamal Murray, I think yeah. you can make that case. Yeah. All right, so for me, my number one's Jeremy Lamb. Three okay. for 31 and a half. He basically takes over what Tyreek was supposed to get around that range, and hopefully he's the better player. All things considered, he was really not suited to be the number two last year, but when he was asked to be on a bad team, he had a career year scoring. In my eyes, this is where you saved money to get Brogdon. You didn't bring back that and Bojan, so like that was a, to me. At the end of the day, he's going to be what our sixth man, probably when it when it comes down to it. When probably, and if back. Jeremy Lamb is you know, let's see, if he's averaging fifteen off the bench, I think for ten million a year, that's yeah. perfect. So that's that's just me, and it took a little bias, but as I just looked across, there's a lot of kind of contracts I thought were reasonable in that range. For me, that one just fair. hit home. That's fair. Jeremy Lamb, definitely on my list. Um, I'm going to go with the guy who I, I've i been beating his drum. Uh, Jermichael Green, two years, $10 million, $5 million a year. Uh, he's a guy that just plays so hard. He's, he's a real power forward. He's old-school power forward. He would have been perfect for the Pacers. Uh, you're only paying him $5 million a year. Uh, and they, I mean, the Clippers need guys like him. Him and Patrick Beverly, they're going to be banging people around. Montrez Harrell, they're going to be keeping their superstars clean. Jamichael Green does a lot. He has a, uh, he has more to give in terms of potential. I just thought at two years, $10 million, uh, he's going to the Clippers. Great opportunity to contribute. I think he'll probably end up starting at some point. Um, and uh, he just it just made a ton of sense. I really wish the Pacers would have been in that market. Hopefully they were, and he just picked the Clippers. It makes me feel a little bit better tonight. But I'll say Jamichael Green. Uh, Lamb would have been my number one pick, though. So Okay, who you got, who you got next? Oh, there's this little snake, snake draft. draft. Um, I really like what the Warriors did with uh, Kevon Looney as well. That's my number two. Um, so uh, Looney at three years, $15 million. Obviously that's $5 million per year. And that's what those uh, – 
you know, he's maybe more of a slash four, but um, the, these power forward, the power forward market is five million a year. There's just it's five million. That's what that's what it is. And so Kevon Looney, who is huge to the Warriors, uh, Steph. Uh, Steve Kerr, uh, Clay Thompson have all talked about how it was a priority to get this guy back. They got him back at $5 million a year uh, and got him to sign a three-year deal instead of the two that Jermichael Green got. Uh, I thought that was a great contract overall. And th These are just piece guys. These are pieces, and we think that these guys could make the difference for some of these playoff teams. So I had my two is the exact same for everything you just said, so I'm just going to go into my number three. J.J. Redick, Pelicans, 226.5. We said this last week, a good fit anywhere, but another veteran, a good good locker room guy. They have tons of young guys. I mean, him and Drew Holiday, I mean, with one it might not work, you know, a veteran, but if you got two guys, you know, just showing you every day how to show up, guys who've proven themselves in this league, huge for those young guys, and, I mean, he's definitely older, but I think they had the money to spend a little bit for so many young yeah. contracts. To me, it's a good fit. He will be my number three. Okay, I think it's Snake, so you go again. Okay, so... Oh, wait, wait. wait. Okay, I get two is the same, but I'll do another one. Okay. Wes Matthews, Bucks, minimum. Not, yeah. Wes Matthews got the minimum on the Bucks, and for what he does defensively, and if he has a good shooting year, I mean, he's a... I mean, he's a one-dimensional player, 3 and D. He's yeah. that standard. He keep, Every time he drove to the basket, it was like the most awkward thing ever. He's a good free-throw shooter. I mean, for the minimum... Yeah, if you can slide him on any team, right. it'd be effective. Absolutely. Um, so then, my my third one to wrap that up, I'm going to go with Ed Davis. If, you notice the theme with me; it's power forwards. And He's I keep on saying my list five million, well. five million, five million. Ed Davis, two year deal worth ten million dollars. I think Jamichael Green's better than him. Ed Davis signed the contract a little bit earlier. I actually think Ed Davis actually set the market for power forwards in that kind of backup four role. Maybe a starter for some teams, but Ed Davis brings a lot of rebounding. Uh, very active around the boards. He doesn't need to take even one shot uh, to be at his best, which is awesome. Um, and I just really like that Ed Davis deal. And part of it for me was I was watching that power forward market super intensely, thinking the Pacers were going to be in on one of those guys because conventional wisdom would tell you they should be. Um, that has not come to fruition yet. Um, and we'll talk about that, I think, a little bit more on players that are you know still free agents that you know we could go mm -hmm. after. But uh, So mine, Jermichael Green, uh, Kevon Looney, and uh, Ed Davis – and you had Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb, Kevon Looney, J.J. Reddick. Okay. But you can, right. we can switch okay. our duplicate for right. Wes Matthews. Right. I like it. All right. Let's move on to worst contracts. Give me your three worst contracts of the offseason. We'll start with Jake. A little snake draft, same thing? Yep. yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity uh, to bash Bobby Portis. Okay. Uh, Bobby Portis <laughs> goes to the Knicks. Uh, he's probably their third or fourth power forward. Um, and two years, $31.5 million, just horrendous. Uh, he has not lived up to that whatsoever. Um, he's a piece. He can score off the bench, but you're paying him almost $16 million a year. Like, why? Like, I can't think of another team that would have given up that contract. The team that said, no, we don't want to give uh, Kevin Durant the max, um, they're saying we want to give... You know, Bobby Portis, $60 million a year, makes no sense. And they, then they sound like four power forwards, so it definitely didn't make sense. Uh, so Bobby Portis, for me, my number one worst contract. Okay, now, so my that Bobby Portis was my three, but I'm going to switch my order up a little oh. bit just because so, I think you might steal some more of mine. Yeah. So number one for me, and this might be a typo, 
But I saw Corey Joseph got 337 from the Kings. Yes. That's real. That's the worst contract in the history of the NBA. Yeah, I had him on the list. I mean, for what he did last year, if we got six points out of him, and every time I, he shot, we cringed. He became a, a – I'd rather have Thad Young shoot a three late last year than Corey mm-hmm. Joseph. Am I insane for this? I mean, no. 337, and for what – I mean, for what the Kings have done, I mean, they've made some decent moves, but that and Harrison Barnes this offseason, to me, they took a step back. So that's got to be, that's for me, it's a no brainer. For my second one, I'm going Edmund Summer. Three years, $6.5 million. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we just wasted $6.5 million. If this dude ever averages 10 points, if he, let's say if he ever gets 15 points in an NBA game, I'll get a Sumner ass tat. Like, that'll never happen. Like, I'm so convinced. If he ever gets 15 points in a so game. So he just has to score 15 points, not In an average. NBA game, yes. We need to check that to see if he has scored well, 15. Well, from now on, he'll never do it. So that's my second worst contract in the NBA. All right, guys, hold that to it. Hold him to that. Write it down. Today is what, July 9th? Yes. Write it down. Hawk said he will get an ass as tat of Sumner just, of Sumner if he gets just 15 points in a game he doesn't have to average 15 points he just has to get <laughs> yeah. it'll never happen points. I'm not even worried about it <laughs> so you're up next alright okay you uh, made me nervous here because you mentioned one of the worst contracts um, you went with teammate Corey Joseph yeah. I'm going with Harrison Barnes Four years, eighty-five million for what? Yeah, he's he's like uh, he's a worse version of Andrew Wiggins to me, mm-hmm. and that's saying something. Um, and so Harrison it's Barnes, busy. One, two, three says maybe he'll get fifteen points for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it, uh, Harrison Barnes. For me though, uh, you're paying this guy over twenty million a year. I don't see it, and he's just he gets paid like all the time. Like this is like his second big paycheck. I don't see it. Uh, he doesn't incite fear whenever we play him on the Pacers. And I haven't watched as much of him. I watched a little bit more uh, when he was uh, on the Warriors. But um, he just like this is just a terrible contract. So um, And then the one I'm going to use uh, to kind of mop this up, Reggie Bullock. Two years, $21 million. Which Although, they're reworking. Which they're re- reworking. Give so it more? could be worse. Give more? I was reading worse. stuff online about that. Yeah. And I don't know what to believe. They said he's out of shape now or something. They're worried about his fitness. Like, no, he sucks. And then I read something about he gained 20 pounds. <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't blame the man. I mean. Uh, well, so this could be wrong. Um. So Reggie Bullock, two years, twenty-one million. We are paying. We are basically paying just like a little bit more, less than a million dollars a year more for Jeremy Lamb, who's just a ten times better basketball player. So I think that Reggie Bullock contract, and then so I'm going to earmark that. If you, do you mind if I earmark it? Go ahead, earmark uh, the hell out yeah, of it. Yeah. So can I mention? Do you have him? At no. The end? Okay. So I, just in case the Reggie Bullock deal gets reworked, I don't want to, you know, somebody say, oh, he only made whatever sixteen million. I'm going to mention Taj Gibson. Same team, another power forward for the Knicks. Two years, twenty million. He's he is worse than Jamichael Green. I would rather have Kevon Looney. Ed Davis is pretty much what you're getting out of Taj Gibson, and you're paying him an extra five million dollars a year when you already paid Bobby Ford a sixteen million a year. And by the way, your big contract was Julius Randle. They all play the same position. What is going on, New York Knicks? Hence why you had the worst offseason. Sorry, Hawk, go ahead. And Reggie Bullock's on the Knicks, too, which is it's, it's bad. Knicks, you suck. I, we can't get through a list without having Ricky Rubio, so he's going to be my number three, a three for 51. That's pretty much We've pretty much beat this dead yeah. horse. But you suck, Ricky. Ricky sucks. Other on my list, uh, I had Rozier, 
Yes. I mean, we'll see. I think it's definitely a bad right now, but yeah. could they live up? Could he live up to yeah. it? Potentially. And then Trevor Ariza, and I also had Bobby Portis. What about George Hill making ten mil a year? Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty bad. I think he's more of like a seven or eight. But. And then Vucevic for me, four years, hundred million dollars. That so one's but he was prone. an all star. Yeah, in one year, he's really injury prone, and the ma- magic. Where else would he have gone? Nowhere. Oh no! I mean, good for no, good for Vucevic. Yeah, yeah, but I just I'm trying to think where else he would have gone if they wouldn't have paid him that. Uh, Lakers could have went to Sacramento. Maybe they play. I would have said Dwayne Dedman had a bad contract. Yeah, yeah. he did too. Three years, forty-one million. I think. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty damn there. bad. That's well, he there. was on. He, that's the Sacramento Kings guy. Yeah, yep. again, right? And I could have seen Vucevic going there. So the Kings definitely are in the discussion for a bad offseason. Yes. But yes. All right, so that ends that. I think. Yep. You guys have. Each done that? Yep. First time. All right. I'm going to end the live video. Thanks for joining us, guys. We're going to keep going here. Maybe we'll jump back on there later. Uh, moving on. Next question. Which free agents, or just free agent, are you surprised hasn't signed with a team yet? We're probably going to have very similar lists. Yeah. How many do you have? Last um, year at this time. We're we like re- six. So we recorded our podcast last year at like the end of July. Uh... Marcus Smart and Capella had not signed yet. Wow. There's no big names out there like that. No. 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 Um, I think we will have some of our lists. I'm just going to go down my list and we'll talk yep. about Kelly Oubre, yep. Chick Diallo, Jamal Crawford, Lance Stevenson, Justin Holiday, and then I threw in Mello, which I don't ever think will I be threw in Mello, too. I just put him on there. I also had Trey Lyles and Kenneth Fareed. Yep. Again, I just keep mentioning power forwards, yep. but... Um, very surprised they haven't signed, and I would say now they're probably in the market for less than five million a year. So, I mean, you, I mean, maybe the Pacers are just waiting on that number to dwindle down to about two and a half mil or so, and and jump all over it. So, yeah, my number one's Kelly Oubre. Um, I think he's a decent basketball player, but it almost feels like a, he wants not auto Porter money, but like it's kind of ridiculous, and no one's going to give him that poison pill contract because he's a restricted free agent. So that brings me to this question for you guys. Completely off topic. Would you rather have as your backup power forward Carmelo Anthony or TJ Leaf? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? You gotta answer this one first. Uh, I think I'd rather have. It's gotta be mellow, but like I. I, I think want, I'd I rather have mellow. Like why though? But like, I, it's just a waste. Just he's a veteran. Um. People seem to like him. He's never really been successful in the NBA per se, with with record wise or anything. But I'm just I'm so low on TJ Leaf. I mean, at least with Mellow, you know you're going to get scoring. You can take him out. He's stay out of shape. He's going to stay mellow. And uh, I don't know. I I just he's going to just chuck up shots. That's yeah. fine. Being the second unit, chuck up shots. You and Jeremy Lamb can go at it. Where's Lance going? I don't know if he's going anywhere, man. What do you think, overseas? He might be going to China. <laughs> Interesting thing I saw, Oladipo does a YouTube series, and he talked about the funniest teammate he's ever played with. He said Lance Stevenson, and he said, I would love to play with him again at some point in my career. In China? <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think there's any chance Lance comes back? For the podcast, it would be great if Lance came back. Oh, yes. Yeah. We'd be back on brand. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't see him. Any chance? Uh, any chance? Yeah. So in what world? Just we just in this world. Just yeah, to do it for the hell of it. it. Yeah, give him the minimum, and 
Uh, there's a reason Chris said this. I don't want to steal Chris's idea. Chris mentioned this in the uh, in group chat this morning. I woke up to it. Uh, TJ, there's a reason TJ McConnell hasn't signed. I think we're working on other contracts, maybe a trade or something, uh, because McConnell is going to come in just above the veteran minimum. It looks like. Uh, so you you add him in last, and then you can go over the salary cap just a little bit. But there's a reason that deal hasn't been signed. So uh, our loyal listeners, you're getting kind of a nice little source bit of information there. But there's definitely a reason McConnell has not signed. We're working on a huge deal. <laughs> working on a huge deal. I did. Um, while we're on this, though, I did. Uh, did anybody see the report that the Celtics are going after Sabonis slash Miles Turner in a trade? They have what their pick next Memphis's pick next year or something they're using to it's try to try. It's like Memphis's pick next year and young guys is quote was the quote young guys. I don't know who they would have. I'm guessing they wouldn't give up Jalen Brown, but he'd be a guy I'd definitely be interested. <laughs> who else do they have? Young, besides him and Tatum, they wouldn't give up Tatum. Uh, that's a great question. I haven't. They really got the three rookies off. they drafted. Oh yeah, they got Langford and Carson. Langford and Carson. I mean, to me, I'd rather have Carson Edwards than Romeo Langford. I mean, Carson's looked. They great. got that center. That's have Robert Williams, I think. Uh, Robert, Robert Williams. Williams. Yeah, Robert Williams. I don't. Yeah, see, to me, I'd have to. If you give me Jalen Brown, then the Memphis ties. pick. The Memphis pick. I don't know what the protections are, but that is sexy. That I mean. What, this, the way the the lotteries if they miss the playoffs we have a chance the number one pick but they're also like, crazy a report that the Pacers are going to work on start working on Sabonis's extension yeah, yeah. there's so a just, lot there's <laughs> a lot going on I don't know there is um, but if you could give me Jalen Brown I mean the Memphis even pick if for you Sabonis. pay Sabonis okay so if you extend Sabonis you're going to pay him probably exactly what Miles Turner got. Mm. Um, you're not going to pay him more because that would make Miles look bad, and you're not going to pay him less because that would make Domas look bad. So I'd say it would be right in that ballpark. And just because you extend him doesn't mean that you can't do something if they don't work out together. You could trade one of them still. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, to me, I, I just I think – And I think that would make salaries match up easier if you're trying to go for a deal maybe get a decent player out I, of it. He'd have more trade value if you uh, sign him. Mm-hmm. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You don't win in the NBA with big guys. You just don't. You don't win in the NBA with big guys. You win with wings. Um, and so I'm a little apprehensive about – I love both that. of them. Well, I love them. Yeah, we I both, love both yeah, of them. Like yeah. And I hope I hope they both work out together. That would be great. They're two of my favorite players. That I hope be nice. in the starting lineup they both play well together. That's ideally the dream, right? So mm-hmm. – I think what the idea behind this is you extend him and then maybe if, you know, because let's be honest, this next year up to the point when Victor comes back, it's a trial run. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. for and sure. so that's why they're comfortable doing this change right now because it's the time to do it. Yeah. So. Anyways, I think we got off topic there a little bit. But yeah. Like, I mean, that's going to be, a, we're going to talk about that plenty yeah. before the season and during it. So. Yeah. All right. Next. And this one's a little fun one. Who do you think is the most realistic Pacers free agent target in 2020? Can't be a max player. They're not going to have the money to do it. So yeah. Last year, I want to go over who you guys predicted. <laughs> I went back and listened. Last year, Hawk predicted Jimmy Butler. <laughs> and yep. Jake said Clay Thompson. Still a chance. Yeah. Both you got max deals. But, you know, whatever. I mean, we obviously were reaching and getting over. This year, I didn't reach as much. Yeah. I honestly... Are you looking? I now? have not looked at all, so I'm Speaking looking. Of, and I just I forgot about this. I one. saw this on Twitter. I don't know who posted it. It was a picture, you know, uh, the mountain and uh, the hound when they're fighting that duel where the the hounds in Game of Thrones. He's yeah. all the way mm-hmm. at the bottom of the steps. That shot. 
and they're like, uh, if Russell Westbrook, we're going to talk about it later, he gets traded to the Heat, and they go on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> Russell Westbrook versus Jimmy Butler in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That... Yeah. But anyway, I'll topic. jump in. Who do you think is most realistic? I'll just jump in. Uh, I said Eric Gordon. Uh, I think mm, he's I like it. Yeah, relatively uh, open uh, to coming back to Indiana. And uh, probably could take less money. Could for take it. less money, and we're not going to be able to get big money. And then uh, the second guy I kind of mentioned, power forward option just in case. I just don't think Sabonis and Turner are going to work as, as well as everybody else. So I just said a lower end guy like a Serge Ibaka type. Yeah. It was not a big name. Uh, he's probably a top maybe 20 guy available. He's not what he used to be, and I don't think he is. But I almost said Paul Millsap. He was a guy I was interested in as well. But um, I do think you can use Eric Gordon and Jeremy Lamb in that second unit together. That is really Yeah, sexy. I like the Eric Gordon. For me, I'm going to go Millsap. He'll oh, be 35. But his, he'll be coming off making, like, was he making this year, like 30 30 something? million, yeah. That's outrageous. Yeah. He's going to get way less. So yeah. going with that power forward spot, a guy like Saric, more realistic. So that's all I really got. What other positions would be of need, do you think? Because I'm looking at these right now. If you uh, had to guess what I other positions. I think maybe uh, center. And I'm being serious on that, too. Um, because what well, if Goga doesn't work out. I have a hard time. We're not going to be looking for a point guard unless Holiday really screws the bed. But we yeah. still have McConnell. Um, you could always use shooting, which is why I said Eric Gordon. Um, you got to think forward. with the King, all this money the Kings have used. Bogdan Bogdanovic is going to be back. Oh, so you know maybe hit another damn music. I like it. But, but yeah, so yeah. Drummond, next year's up. Where do you think he'll go? Uh, he's probably going to stay in Detroit. I would not pay Drummond. He's he's like a max player right now. Yeah. Something stupid like he that. He will not get he will not get over twenty million. If your team is paying no up way. for a center, you you can't win. Yeah. The so the top, reason I would trade Joel Embiid. He's he, it's just yeah. The top free agents next year, Anthony Davis, he obviously won't be. Ben Simmons probably won't be. Siakam probably won't be. No. Draymond probably not. And then you go to Ingram. Jalen Brown, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter Jr., Buddy Heald, Gallinari, Drummond, Dragic, Gordon Hayward, Karis LeVert, but then Bogdan. Really light class next year. Very light class compared to this year, so it's not definitely not as exciting. Yeah, I agree. But there's right. always madness that ensues. All right, last one here, unless you guys got more thoughts on that. No. Uh, and we're going to change these, obviously. We do a uh, NBA, fin- or NBA Finals, NBA Season Preview. Uh come October, right before the season starts. So, as it sits today, and obviously things can change, you know, like Russell Westbrook going to a different team, um, I want you to give me your early, very early predictions on Eastern and Western Conference standings. Just go through them real quick on both sides, and we can talk about it. All right, so, gonna, Hawk, you go ahead if you want. You go, we go west? I say we just start west, and we just go one Sounds seed good. back and forth, two okay. seed back and forth. I like it. One seed West Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we're we're in the same boat. They play defense. And, and at the end, the recap them all like yep. down yep. the line. So because I'm not going to remember all yep. these. Two seed Nuggets. Nuggets. Is that what got you got? The nuggets. Yep. Three, three seed Lakers. I don't. I have the Jazz. In front okay. Of the jazz seed is four. So we have this flip for the Lakers. I mean, obviously, they're going to be good. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs this year. I could see him not being in I that could see home some court. Chemistry issues. I could definitely see him being a five or six, slipping right. lower. But for me. Just whatever, Lakers, yeah. Jazz. And then for me, we're at, what, the five? Yep. Warriors. Okay. 
What do you got? I have I have the Rockets. Okay. For me, six seed, I got the Spurs. I have the Blazers. And then I have the Rockets Blazers. And then I have Warriors Spurs. Warriors, so we have Spurs. the same eight, just a little yeah. different order. And then my and first this is out. going to be really tight. The West is super tight. tight. My first out, I got the Mavericks. Okay. I think they're going to be much better. And then Pelicans, and I put the Kings. But, yeah, you know, who knows? I those know teams. I know gonna, you're a big Kings guy. Those so. teams are just going to have so – playing those – all eight teams in front of them are, yeah. like, substantially better. Right. No, I agree. So, I like – I they're going to have to play those West teams is, every night. I so. almost think the West is set. I think Dallas would be my, my other choice. Yeah. And maybe the Thunder if they keep Russell Westbrook. Maybe. So, uh, who, can you give your eight again? Clippers, yeah. Nuggets, Lakers, Jazz, Warriors, Spurs, Rockets, Blazers. Good. I think, I sorry, I did go Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, Blazers, Warriors, Spurs. Uh, I just think the Lakers could run into some issues. They're going to rest guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron too, so they don't care. About I think the you guys are underrating the Blazers here. Well, I mean, not saying they're better than any of those teams, but somehow they always finish with like a three or four seed. No, and yeah. I think, and I love the Blazers. Damian Lillard is one of my favorite players in the NBA. I just think the Rockets. I mean, they're just going to be what they are. They're going to be another solid team. So I have the Rockets in front of the Blazers, and I think the Warriors will splutter a little bit, but they'll figure it out and they'll be okay too. Yeah, and at all, I mean, I think Clay's the type of guy he'll definitely yeah, play he'll next year. Yeah, cool. he will be. He'll be good. So I mean, the Trailblazers they could be anywhere from three to, and I have them at eight. So you what just notable never know. teams do you guys have missing? Dallas, Dallas, Pelicans, Kings. Kings from, yeah, both yeah, those two. Yeah, those three I can definitely see. And then after that, it's pretty New Orleans just way too young. Suns. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans got like the eight seed. I wouldn't be shocked. Okay. Wouldn't be shocked, but I mean, you're what leaving out the- Spurs. I mean, the Blazers. I mean, who are you leaving out? Like, there's going to be somebody. I think there are seven teams that are for sure in. I think the Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, Blazers, and Warriors are in. I think it's all for one spot. I think the Spurs, I'm not going to count out Greg Popovich. You kidding me? No, and I mean, they were high on Murray last year. They'll probably have Russell Westbrook. Lonnie Walker was, he's blowing up in the summer league. So, I mean, yeah. And Derek White. Yeah, Derek White. So, they're definitely deep. I would trade. Okay, ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Calling the Thunder. Hey. You take on DeMar DeRozan, uh, we'll throw you a first-round pick, and Derek White, you throw over Russell Westbrook. And now you have Russell Westbrook. Would that make him substantially better? I think Westbrook's better than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I think he is too, but like, does that make their team substantially I mean, why would they do that necessarily? Because I, I think you're not going to resign DeMar DeRozan. I think Derek White will get outplayed by Lonnie, and obviously I think Westbrook's a better point guard than Derek White. That first-round pick's going to mean – a hill of beans, yeah. protect the shit out of it. So you'd have Russell Westbrook, uh, Lonnie Walker, uh, Rudy Gay, uh, Marcus Aldridge, and then... I guess it would just come down to what other offers, what other teams. I mean, the Rockets have been rumored, Pistons. The Rockets, really, unless they're going to give up Capella, yeah. or and no one wants Paul or Chris Paul. No. So if you're going to give up Capella, fine, but then you're going to have... Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul and James Harden all playing together. They all need the ball in their hands. It wouldn't work. And then Miami. What would Miami's offer? Like? Um, you're probably thinking Goran Dragic. Uh, Justice Winslow would probably be the best player in that deal. And maybe – you can't really trade picks because you just trade all your picks for Butler. So that's why I think San Antonio could swoop in and say, hey, yeah. this is my swamp. We'll do what we got to do. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Are we going to the East now? Go to the East. All right. You start – uh, number one seed, the Milwaukee Bucks. Same. Uh, number two seed, the 76ers. Same. Number three seed, the Indiana Pacers. Same. Four seed, Celtics. 
I got the Nets. I just think when okay. I think Durant will come back after the All Star game, or we. I mean, no, he's probably gonna miss most of the season actually. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think, think he's, he's gonna. Come but back. I just think with Levert, Dinwiddie, Kyrie, yeah. you know, Jordan for whatever he is, I think they Jared got a Allen. starting five. Jared Allen. Yeah. I think they got guys that could potentially get him that four seed. But I yeah. definitely can see. So you have the Celtics under the Pacers. Yeah, I have the Celtics. So that's as the pretty four. much. I have the Nets as the five. Yeah. Who do you have as the five? Five, I got the Celtics. Yeah, okay, so, so we, we just flip flop those. Uh, my six, I put the Heat. Same. I put the Heat. I also put the Heat. <laughs> um, and that's a possible Russell Westbrook. Even if not, I could see them being okay with Jay Butt. Jay yeah, I mean, Butt. that bottom, after the Celtics, I mean, the Heat with Jay Butt, they could be in that kind of tier, yeah. but I think it's definitely a little drop. I would love to get to the two seed as a Pacer fan. It would be nice. It would be great. But, I mean, the Philadelphia yeah. and the Bucks, they're both kind of wagons right now. Seven, the Detroit Pistons. Okay, I got the Raptors, and I got the Pistons at eight. Okay, and I have the Raptors at eight. So, okay, I so think we have the same. Siakam will be okay. My first out, I got the Hawks. Ooh. I think they're going to be much improved, uh, just all around. Bulls, and then Wizards, you never know. They got Beal at least. I don't think they're going to be good, but they're in that mix of the couple first couple out. I put, I would say I would have the Hawks as the next out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but but I think uh, the East. What I mean, Dwight Howard signs could be huge. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so we only we got the four five switch and the eight nine switch. Yeah, we pretty much got the same. Yeah, so I, the East is obviously a little bit easier to predict in the West. I would say for so. sure. All right, that's gonna wrap up our free agency roundup. Uh, obviously, there's still some stuff that's gonna change. So uh, maybe we'll come back and address some of these again uh, if. Some more substantial stuff plays out, and you just made a gasping noise. Sorry, I was. I, I thought what were you happened. doing? What do you think happened? Tell us. He thought the Pacers won. I thought the Pacers won. But I can very much the tell you they're not. They only lost by twenty today. I thought it was going to be closer to fifty. Sorry. All right, so that's going to wrap that up. Next up, we're going on to a fun little segment we played last summer that we didn't bring back, but we're going to start bringing it back here. Guess that tweeter. So I'm going to read some tweets, and you guys got to guess who sent the tweet. Perfect. So we'll be right back after this. She grew up in an Indiana town, had a good looking mom. She never was around, but she grew up tall and she grew up right with the Indiana boys on an Indiana night. Alrighty. Now a little fun segment that we like. We're back on Twitter Live as we are recording this. We're playing Guess That Tweeter, so for those of you that are joining in right now, all two of you... Let's go, baby! Hopefully it grows. What we're going to do is I'm going to read off some tweets here. I have seven tweets, and then so what I want you guys to do is guess which Pacers player tweeted that tweet. Who doesn't have a Twitter? Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon doesn't. Who's active on Twitter? Miles, Victor. All right, just go ahead and start. Yes. All right, so if you are with us right now, just type it in on the uh, comments down there below who you think tweeted this. So first tweet. I don't have the dates here, so I just have the tweet. So don't ask me. So this could be from forever ago? Yes. Oh, shit. First tweet. Okay. Goku, comma, trunks, no space. (laughs) We got a Dragon Ball Z fan. Goku, comma, trunks. That seems like it's kind of like a nerdy thing. That uh, who's guesses? Do we both guess? Yeah, go ahead. Miles Turner. Turner. I was gonna say Miles Turner as well. Is that your final answer? That's Should we mix it up? Uh, it's my final answer. I mean, we are we a team battling? Or are we? You guys are together. Okay, okay, so well, so then we should spread out our guesses for together, right? 
You're going to guess. You guess Miles. I'll guess. You guys have to come together with a oh. final answer. Okay, right? then Miles. Miles. The correct answer. TJ Warren tweeted oh, that. Okay. okay. Right. Goku, comma, Trunks. Okay. No spaces. Don't know what it means. Goku's a character in Dragon Ball Z, and Trunks is a character. So there's Trunks really no is content. a character? Yeah, they're both characters. Okay. I, I didn't I'm, know that. I'm not Dragon I've Ball I've watched Z like guy. three episodes ever, but All I knew right. that. Gosh, I hate that. Uh, Dewan says you look like Clark Kent. <laughs> Dang. Is that Dang, Dewan. Okay. I appreciate you. All right. Swagging your boy up. Thank you. Next tweet. Uh, the first part of this is in all caps. I don't have a Facebook. Spread the word. Hmm. It's a guy who's really against Facebook. I wish, I had a, I wish you had the years because that might help a little bit. And the Facebook, there's a space in between that. So, so. let's see. Let's and on the first part, there's... So in total, there's like 12 exclamation points. Like, he's pissed. I don't have a face. It's, I think it's somebody new. I th- it seems like Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, it's either Jeremy Lamb or... Uh, it's I was either thinking, Jeremy Lamb or TJ Lee. So I was thinking maybe Chris... Wait, hold on. Can I check who's got a Facebook right now? I was thinking Chris cheating? wouldn't put two guys, two new guys at the back. I think back. maybe he thought he was just going to start with the new guys and then go into old guys. But he might be throwing us for a curveball. So, <laughs> who's your final answer? We'll say Jeremy Lamb. That's fine. Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb? Lamb? Yeah. You guys are correct. Hey, let's yeah. go! <laughs> wow. Alright, next tweet. Friggin' Scobie. Friggin' Scobie? Okay, Josh. Friggin' Scobie. Scobie. It was after Josh Scobie. Oh, I was going to say my dog's name, Scobie. Did I tweet that? It, you know what? When Scobie was the kicker... Who's from Florida? No, what? but I, maybe the opposite. Maybe he was kicking against the Colts. And maybe he hit a long... Didn't he hit a long kick that one time? Didn't he hit like a 54-yarder once against the Colts to win? Yeah. Maybe, so, could who, be, could who's be, a Colts be, fan? Could be who's someone that's had to been on the team for a while? Or was an Indiana Hoosier. That's true. That's a good point. Let's guess that. I don't, I'm just. I, I mean, don't, who else? We could think of this. Could, Turner might have been. Do I need to read kid. the tweet again? Language. language oh yeah, kid. because. Oh no, he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Friggin. Fr- friggin. Friggin. F R I G G I N. Friggin Scobie. I mean, uh, Old Depot's our best guess. Okay, man. we'll go Old Depot. The correct answer is. T.J. McConnell. He's oh. a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, oh man. See, now we were, we were on the right track, though. We, we were, were on the right track. He's not even a pacer yet, right? Oh, yeah. He's not a pacer. Well, whatever. <laughs> All right. Next one. I think I could eat salmon and rice for every meal. Guy likes to diet. Salmon and rice. Salmon and rice every meal. Diet? Demo, does Domas tweet much? I feel like this, he probably tweets in a different language. I mean, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I figure that Domas might like. Dom- I feel like, so we haven't, there hasn't if been If there turner. was a tweet that said basically like, hey, just smoked a quick one. <laughs> one person on Twitter Live has guessed it correct so far. Okay, so we haven't guessed Turner or Oladipo yet. And I feel we like, have guessed Oladipo. But and unfortunately, right. it was Jake's brother. He's, he guessed it right. Who would your brother guess? I don't. I don't know. Miles Turner, maybe. I think. I think some of his answers are going to be Turner or Debo. We haven't been asked one of those yet. Yeah. I think Turner's a good guess. Okay, we'll go Turner. The Turner. correct answer is T.J. Leaf. Oh, 
Why would Connor guess T.J. Lee? <laughs> That's his favorite player. Uh, well, it says a lot about him. All right. I don't like this game. So you guys are <laughs> one for four. Well, sort of. We're one for three on Pacer players. Yes. Right? All right. Next up. How do you lose 15 out of 23 bags in a group at United? How? Are coaches off limits on this? Coach, there's no coaches. Who's carrying 23 bags? <laughs> Somebody that's got a lot of money? This could be a Doug McDermott. He's moved, he, he's moved he has, several it's Doug McDermott. It's Doug McDermott. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no repeats. We haven't guessed Doug McDermott, right? Yeah, so that means that McDermott's coming up. Oh, shit. <laughs> so okay. that's, that's not it's that not <laughs> Hell yeah, baby! Uh, oh, shit. Um, Taki mushrooms, by the way. Um, and there's no there's no repeats, so you've guessed McConnell's been one. Warren's been one. Lamb hasn't been one. TJ Leaf has. Wait, Lamb didn't... We guessed Lamb, but it wasn't... Oh, we got... Is that the one we got right? Yeah, you got Lamb yeah, right. Yeah, we got right, Lamb right. Oh, man. You want me to read the tweet again? Yes. yes. How do you lose 15 out of 23 bags in a group at United? How? A group. So this is somebody that travels with people. It's got to be Doug McDermott. I don't think so because Chris made it. Doug McDermott's no, coming yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, coming up. It's got to be Turner Oladipo then, right? Is Oladipo a guy that complains? We guess Miles Turner for like everything. I know. He's got to be one of them, right? <laughs> this one's going to be Turner. Okay, right? Turner. The correct answer <laughs> Edmund Sumner. God. Dude, he can't afford 23. Well, now he can. Edmund Sumner is the correct answer. So you guys are one for five. One for four. Next up. IDK. Oh. <laughs> Why people lie to your face, LOL. I just don't get it. Oh, man. This seems like something whiny-ass McBuckets would say. Yeah. Does Goga a... have Twitter? Uh, I don't think so. McBuckets. McBuckets. The correct answer, Aaron Holiday. So McBuckets oh. is my last guess. Yeah. McBuckets. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two right. We got two right. What was the last tweet? The last tweet. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nanny. <laughs> yeah, Doug McDermott. Yeah, that's 100%. That one yeah. is Doug McDermott. So the only guys, other one it could have been was TJ Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> two for seven. Okay. On, I uh, guess, that tweet. Any surprises there? I feel like a whole. Yeah. The, the luggage. Like, yeah, what's luggage. I mean, Why is Sumner doing with all that Unless luggage? the whole team, maybe the whole team. Yeah, did the whole team get their maybe, luggage maybe, lost? Yeah. Maybe. It might have been recent. I think it was recently, so it could have been Summer League. Yeah. So, but I don't know why they would, well, I don't know. I don't know how that works for NBA players flying commercial and stuff like that, so. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. All right. We ready to go into, you know what? Uh, Yes. Should we pause or are you ready to go? Oh, he's ready to go! No breaks today, boys! It's time for the Association! So, Hawk definitely just put his whole mouth <laughs> around the communal mic. Can we, I don't know. It's more just my mic, mostly, so I'll clean okay. it. All right, all right. I'll give it a nice swipe. All right, first up, ATA. Zion Williamson shut down from the Summer League with a bruised knee. His game against the Knicks was the highest-rated Summer League game in history. Thoughts? 
He had 11 points in nine minutes. I didn't even watch the game. Yeah, he's, I mean, he just was playing with a bunch of boys again. So, I mean. Is his weight going to be a problem? Because this knee, I mean, a knee, carrying around a lot of weight, 285. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Well, I, yes. He definitely is getting a little I, he, shape. Yeah, he needs to cut some weight. Maybe eat some broccoli every now and yeah, then. Yeah, maybe no gumbo. Yeah. So, thoughts, Chris? Um, yeah, I know you had some things written down about this. Yeah, I just don't know why people think it's that big of a deal. But what, what Summer exactly? Summer League. I mean, it's growing in popularity. Zion versus former college teammate RJ. And they had, like, standing room only for that. So Big game. I mean, and then you had all these big-name NBA Zion players Zion puts asses in seats. Do you think that Summer League is just an excuse for, like, these NBA players who think they're tough shit to just come out there and sit course side thinking they're cool? I don't think that's the excuse for Summer League. Well, for them. <laughs> Well, for them, I think they're, yeah, maybe. They're just going to maybe be seen. Like, you see LeBron and Anthony Davis walk out together, and they're, like, holding their hands over their mouth, talking like they're cool. So are those games in L.A.? Vegas. No, Vegas. Vegas. I'd love to go to Vegas for So they put asses in seats. I mean, the NBA is just a constant moving wheel. Yeah. Anything else on that? No, I don't really care. Zion's great. Yeah. I agree. He's awesome, man. All right. LeBron James will reportedly run point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Thoughts. I mean, no, he's basically he's, played. He's, but he's played point guard forever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really get why you even bring Rondo back though. I, mean, just, I like Alex Caruso is better for a than second. Rondo. Yeah, like he really is, even though he's bald and white. But like he still is. <laughs> Thoughts. He's been running point guard his entire life. I mean, guy has has to have the ball in his hands. So now they're actually just going to call him point guard. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. I mean, they're going to projected they're going to play a big lineup. Kuzma will pl- be playing the three. Kuzma, Davis, who's their And son? then either Cousins slash McGee. Yeah. And then two so, will be KCP. Uh, Danny Green. Danny yeah. Green, yeah. I forgot. Just going I don't know. I think I'd rather start KCP than Danny Green because I think Danny Green could run that second unit. That's just me, though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. After the fallout of the Paul George trade, Sam Presti and Russell Westbrook are in talks about Westbrook's future. The Miami Heat and the Rockets are both reportedly interested Westbrook has four years, 170 milli left in his contract. We talked about this earlier. Do you think he'll start the season in a Thunder's jersey? Yes. I do too. Here's why. Now, terrible timing for the Thunder because basically what happened now is all of those teams that signed those guys to contracts, like this is a perfect opportunity for Sam Presti to absolutely eviscerate the Knicks, just completely trade kill them. I mean – they would give whatever it would take to get a guy like Russell Westbrook. So, But all of the guys that would make the contracts match, they have to be on the roster for six or six months. So you can't trade them for six months. Yeah. So uh, pretty much what it comes down to is I think they'll wait. You can get a better deal around the trade deadline. Um, so if they did trade him now or in the season, who, who do you think the top like three or four destinations would be that would right be now? willing to take him on? Yeah. I think the Pistons have been rumored. Pistons. Which... That would be interesting. I mean, depending on what they'd have to give up. I don't know what the contracts look like necessarily, but you think they'd get rid of Drummond in that? Uh, yeah, I don't think Drummond's worth two pots to piss in, honestly. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think the Thunder bring him back. But he is he probably has a player option. I think, the what heat, they, I think the Heat make the most reliable, like destination yeah. that would fit for him. I would say Heat, Pistons, and I mentioned this earlier, but the San Antonio Spurs. I, I mean, if you are the Heat, or if you are... So let's say we, we name the free agents off for next year. Not that great. If Russell yeah. Westbrook was a free agent next year, 
would you say he's the top free agent for next year's class? I don't remember who we said were the top, like, three or four. Yes, he'd be the number one free agent. Because Probably. it's like, I don't even know who. Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Siakam, yeah, Green, so, Brandon Ingram, Jim Yeah, he, easily, he's top three. Siakam's going back to Toronto. I think he's going to be restricted, so that doesn't even count. Ben Simmons is going to re-sign in Philly. Uh, and then that leaves Anthony Davis, who's staying with L.A. So, if Russell Westbrook... Right now, he's the top. He's not a free agent, but he's the top, like star on the on the market. Yeah, for sure. So even though he's going to cost a bunch, you see all these teams that are wanting to pair stars together. Why wouldn't the Pistons make a move to put him and Blake Griffin together? That's their best shot. Here, why wouldn't the Heat do it? Because they want to get a star next to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, but think about it like this: so, like, all those superstars, Kawhi just signed a four-year, one hundred and forty million dollar contract, one forty-one. Russell Westbrook is still owed. It's four years, one seventy. Like, and at the Come end, and listen. And why is Russell Westbrook so good? Because he's super explosive. In four years, he's not going to be as explosive. He's already. I mean, he should have declined. And last in year those deals, much. Oklahoma City is going to have him sign off on it. Just because he actually showed to them, I feel like, that he would was loyal and signed that long-term deal. So I feel like they need to not just trade him to work any place he doesn't want to go. I feel like they need to work it out with him. Yeah, because if you trade him to a team that he doesn't agree to, he might just hold out or yep. do something crazy. Because he would still be a – I mean, let's just – they were com- they were throwing a complete curveball. Yeah. Paul George screwed him over. Mm-hmm. No way. Um <laughs> Is there any what? chance Paul George just screws over the Clippers <laughs> next uh, next offseason? I mean, I don't know where he's going to want to go next. I mean, maybe he will want to go to like Phoenix next or something. Maybe he's got a great aunt that lives there, and that's I don't know home. either. What about what about uh, Russell Westbrook? I mentioned this to somebody. You could think of maybe a team like maybe like the Timberwolves or the Orlando Magic. Not would he sign off on that? Probably not. But I think he would with the Timberwolves to go play with Towns. That's another big name. Yeah. You so you'd be giving up like Covington. And the Timberwolves need to do something because they're going to lose Towns eventually. Yeah, He's I like think the they next should... guy that's going to probably demand a trade. To me, like Towns is. I mean, I would trade Towns right now. I yeah, think. him and Booker are going to be the next guys to demand a trade. To yeah. Start this all over. I would just trade him. Just trade him. Get some boxes of socks or some shit. Mm-hmm. Trade him. Uh, like call like the Suns and say, hey, we'll give you Towns. You give us like Aiden and like a first round pick or something. Just do that straight up. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. Next up, I got Amari Stoudemire and Monte Ellis plan on making a comeback to the NBA. Twelve teams attended a workout in Las Vegas for the two <laughs> former NBA players, according to Chris Hayes. What was the last team each player played for? Oh, I know this. Oh, I can tell you. You can either you can say either one. Uh, Monte Ellis. You should know Montes. Well, you just gave him a hint. The Pacers. Yes. And then, but yeah, but he's suspended for like five games. That one was easy. He's still on the Pacers books. Yeah, yeah. stretch his contract. Yeah, that's true. Um, Amari. It's not the Knicks, is it? <laughs> no. no. Uh, Shit, I don't even know. Chris, no, what is Nuggets. It? Miami. Miami. Oh, my God. Yeah, Can you I guess how old they both are? They're different ages. Stoudemire's 34 or 36? 36. 36. And then Monte Ellis is 34. 33. Oof. Yeah. They're old. I know Stoudemire. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I would not want either. <laughs> Honestly, like, what are we even doing here? Yeah, the 12 teams that went there are just wasting time. 
I mean, I did was, the Knicks go? Did, did, are they going to sign another power forward? Uh, what the <laughs> yeah, the Knicks were one of the teams. <laughs> no, I swear to God, the Knicks oh were one of the teams. I saw that. I was like, what the hell is oh happening? Oh my God. I mean, one of our buddies. Pacers were not, thank God. One of our buddies, big Pistons fan, he's been on the show before. Yes. He, uh, They signed Derrick Rose. They have Blake Griffin. And who else? I don't know who else they have on their team. But if they got Monte Ellis and uh, Amari, that would be like the ultimate 2011 like roster right there on the Pistons. Like just imagine if they had that roster. Oh, that, they have. Uh, oh no, wait. They got Dubai or whatever that dude's name is from the trailer. No, I'm just saying if it was 2011 and the Pistons signed both of those guys, they'd have in 2011 Derrick Rose after his MVP year, Monte Ellis. Amari Stoudemire and Blake Griffin. I mean, that's a pretty good team. <laughs> that's a great team. Eight years ago. And you almost have to call Mello at that point. Yeah. Stay Mello, man. Yeah. I mean, they're competing for a championship eight years ago. Any chance either of these guys see a second of NBA action? If Carmelo Anthony s- can't get on a team, there's no way It's a real slap. If you don't sign Carmelo Anthony before these two jokers, I mean, come on. Yeah, okay. Come I on. agree. I don't think that – but that was like popping up all over when I was looking for yeah. news. Who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> all right. Warriors will retire Andre Iguodala's jersey, and the Grizzlies will retire Michael Calais' jersey. Thoughts on the jersey retirements? Too much, man. Too much? Andre Iguodala's way too much, dude. I mean, how many championships do Andre So listen, I mean... I mean, Finals MVP? One finals MVP. With the way... (laughs) That's pretty good. I mean... No, but with the way that it's nowadays... They're going to run out of numbers eventually because everybody has, like, not strict criteria. Maybe we'll switch to it's Roman It's the participation numerals. award, people. It's made its way to the NBA. Roman numerals? I think it's a little more than a participation award. He was at least a finals MVP. Oh and Mike God. Conley, I could see. I think I, mean, if order, you're the Warriors, I don't agree with either. If you're the Warriors. Conley's never even been an all-star. If you're the Warriors, no. you're going to retire five jerseys from this era. Yeah, and I mean... Whatever. I mean, if it's a, from a business move, a player might see that and be like, "Shit, I kind of want to get my jersey retired." It's not a bad business move, I don't think. I mean, eventually they're gonna just end up like Goga numbers. They would be wearing eighty-eight. <laughs> like Steph Curry, Steph Curry should get his jersey retired when it's all said and done. Yes, you don't think Mike Conley should have? Uh, I mean, Mike Conley, yes, but he's never made an all-star. Team. No, but for the Grizzlies, I mean, yes, I think Mar- I would say Marc Gasol is a better. It Grizzly. all depends on your franchise as well. Yeah. Uh, and then Zach Randall, like, they, but they retired Tony Allen. Yeah, that's yeah, just that's pathetic, rough. guys. I mean, geez. so they set a precedent for themselves there. If you don't retire, if you retire Tony Allen, you have to retire Conley. Should you Jermaine retire, be retired? And that's what I was going to get into. I don't think so. No, I don't. Either. I see a lot of people that say he should, and I, I, I was a big Jermaine fan. We all we love Jermaine. Fans. I mean, should Paul be retired? No, no, no. But look, I mean, <laughs> hell no. What are we even doing? Yeah, I just hate we have these great, people, man. We have great memories with J.O. Um, yeah. He was my favorite player for at least five years. And, I mean, he got us to one conference finals. And he's not even in, like, the top five of scoring or rebounding for the Pacers, I think. So, like, if you're going to retire anybody next for the Pacers, it has to be Rick Smith. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you, don't, it, if, you retire, if you retire Jermaine O'Neal before Rick Smith, it would make no sense. And the Pacers are very strict on who they retire. So. Yeah, they should be. I like it. Yeah, yeah you be strict. Who, so, who's the next guy for the Pacers? Dude, with the way the league's going, like this might be like a new trend. If you play six years and won a finals MVP, like, most guys might never play six years in the NBA. The worst, worst jersey. The worst jersey that's retired. 
Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Uh, Miami. The Miami Heat retired Dan Marino's number. But they still allow well, people did to the, wear that jersey. Who did the Thunder retire recently? Oh, it was that Nick Collison. <laughs> that's, the worst, that's the worst one. My fuck. Yeah. The Heat also retired Michael Jordan's number, who never played for the franchise. Wait, you can't wear 23 no, in Miami? that's why LeBron didn't wear... I mean, I think he was going to change the number anyway, but... That's fucking ridiculous. That's just... You didn't even play for the franchise. What are we doing? So, yeah, jersey retirements, good for them, but, like, it's just way too... Like, I think the NBA needs to step in. I think there needs to be a criteria set. Like, it's... This, but, this I mean, I can bad. see this... Do you thing. agree with, like, the way the NBA is going? A guy that won't... You're never going to get a guy that plays for, like, 10 years. Now. Like, I mean, you might... You what probably, are the, what's the percent not chance as many. that... Kevin Durant's number seven gets retired in Brooklyn. If he wins, not even not even one title. He doesn't win one title. He just <laughs> he's just scoring like thirty a year. Then he probably will. Probably. Can you name another Brooklyn Nets jersey retired? Is Jason Kidd even? Yeah, retired? it's gotta be Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd. Richard Jefferson. I don't think Richard Jefferson. Is. I think he should be. Should I look it up or should we just? Yeah, yeah just, just look, look it, it up. up. Oh yeah, we got fans that need to know this. Nets jerseys. Retired NBA. That's just pulling up. Right? I mean, Keith Van Horn. Retired numbers. Yep, here we go. Here Three, we go. five, 23, 25, 32, 52. I wish it said the names. That would be. That would be way cooler. Fires. All right, so we got Buck Williams. Okay. Julius Irving. He's kind of worth it. Bill Mulchioni. <laughs> John Williamson, Jason Kidd, Drazen Petrovic. Do you remember him? Jawson died in a car yeah. accident. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that name sounded familiar. But, I mean, so he never even played games? I think he was a rookie. Or maybe so, I mean, why are we year. even retiring dead people's now? See, this, you shouldn't even retire that dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, maybe he didn't earn it on the court. I don't want to hear like, it. I just, I guess, guys, I don't... I don't so, they haven't had that many. So, I mean, if Kevin Durant averages 30 a game for three years, maybe. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just so stupid, if, dude. If, if Oladipo stays with the Pacers... Plays out, uh, plays there for another ten seasons. They will retire his jersey. Yeah, ten years maybe. Ten years, okay. Ten years is a little bit different. But I'm just saying, it's it's a different when it it's also makes it different when someone played for your team. There, like that's why Nick Collison's such a terrible. But I mean, yeah, we didn't retire Jeff Foster, so yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, Don't get it. But if Oladipo plays at high level for you know ten years, stays with the Pacers, no doubt they're going to retire that jersey. All right, so we got a nice little jersey retire rant. Um, Kevin Durant's to wear seven was the next thing. I put I don't care after that. So do you have any more ATA? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so, yeah, a little bit on Durant's jersey retire or not jersey retirement, changing number seven. I did want to say it doesn't make much sense from a business perspective. Uh, he has, uh, I forget what it's called. He's got a couple business ventures, uh, and they're all revolved around the number 35. So, like... It has the number thirty-five and everything that that uh, that it does business-wise. Okay. Um, and then also during a playoff game in April, probably during the first or second round, whenever before he got hurt, he was in a press conference after the game and he wore a black and white hat that had the number seven on it. So do you think he was foreshadowing at that point? Ooh, because I like this league, man. This, this league. league. When was this? April? Yeah, it was in April. He Holy wore shit. a seven hat. It was black and white. And he wore it to a post-game press conference. Or I think it was that. Did anybody ask him about the hat? No one asked about the hat. I think it's, you don't think of anything of it at the time. But he plays for the Brooklyn Nets now, black and white, other colors. And he's wearing number seven. So you tell me. 
He definitely was foreshadowing. He's that kind of bastard that would do that. Just kind of interesting. Um, Next up, speaking of Kevin Durant, I'm going to read this to you. This just came out here today. Mm. Uh, Apparently Bleacher Report posted um, something about Russell Westbrook. I don't know what it was. But Kevin Durant's brand ambassador, whatever the hell that means. Kevin Durant's brand ambassador crushed Russell Westbrook in an Instagram comment in response to Bleacher Report's post. <clears throat> and I'm going to read what he said. Who's, wait, who's speaking to who? Uh, this is Kevin Durant's brand ambassador. So speaking friend, to Russell Westbrook. Speaking in a comment section on Bleacher Report about okay, Russell okay, Westbrook. Okay. So here I'm going to read the comment. You guys listen. Tell me what you think. No one wants to play with Russ. Everyone blames everyone else except him. When it comes to the Thunder losing, people have bad basketball mixed up with loyalty. Russ is all about Russ. He's more worried about stats versus playing winning basketball. Everyone can say what they want, but owners and GMs in the NBA know the real about Russell and his style of play, so fans can say what they want. But moving forward to the future, OKC will have to trade Russ, and he will have to become a better player slash teammate. He can keep that intensity and competitiveness, but reality has set in. All in caps, no one wants to play with him, five exclamation points. <coughs> so I don't think – I think there's players in the NBA that want to play with Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's a dog. He plays – to say no one I think is a stretch. But, I mean, some of those things we kind of already know, like his fans, right, that have been rumored. He's a pat statter. He goes for the rebounds to get the triple doubles. I don't necessarily ever see that as a negative, I guess. But I guess if he only cares about that – which, I mean, people have said before. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I don't know. It's just kind of petty. I, it's it's just, kind it's of petty, petty for it's sure. Petty. But Brandon Ambassador saying that, I don't know. I got something. He's got to think Kevin Durant won't be mad that he says that, right? Because, I mean, you're going right after. That's yeah. going mean, to be a story. And you know that, yeah. I don't know. It's just This league, man. Guys, this I, got, league. I got some breaking news. What? I got some breaking news. <coughs> As my wedding ring just went all across the floor. Um, the Indiana Pacers have liked one of our tweets. Which ones? Specifically, the one that Chris sent with the Jack Nicholson nodding gif. The Indiana Pacers have liked the gif. So they know we're, we know we exist. They oh, know yeah, we they exist. Do. Yeah, they 100% know. Um, we're on the radar. Anyway, do you have thoughts on that Instagram post? Uh, sorry, I just went to get grab my wedding ring. But no, I just think it's kind of one of those th- things. Would you want to play Threthel? Russell, 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 Russell Westbrook. No, I would. If you were a guy that needed the ball in your hands, do you just want to watch a guy go stat hunting? Absolutely not. Uh, Paul George didn't want to do it. KD doesn't want to do it. No one wants to do it. The only reason why Stephen Adams wants to do it is because he stands his ass right underneath the goal, and then Russell Westbrook jumps in and just throws him, you know, an assist here, there, every yep. once in a while. All the Thunder re- retire Adams' jersey. <laughs> so I think yeah, Adam, I, Adams is a guy that probably likes playing with Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. a big he's guy. Got easy going, and he just gets. It's that the same easy reason why Capella wants to play with James Harden. Exactly. Yeah. So to say no one is. It's yeah, to say no one. But it's definitely yeah. petty, and I definitely yeah. understand the guy's point. And also, but... did you see the news? Did you uh, see this here about this? That it came out that before Durant left for the Warriors, he told Russell Westbrook he was going to resign with the Thunder. Oh, that's why Russell was so petty. Yeah. Why you always lying? <laughs> that's yeah. kind of crappy. Well, we got to give Westbrook some credit because he did he did create Victor Oladipo. 
He did. He, he had a hand. And we, you, we admire loyalty from stars. Yes, he, he did that. Yeah. He's, and he's a guy who's fun to watch. He's an asshole sometimes. He's crazy. He's obviously insane. But I mean, I can't watch. say that you don't think that he wants to win. He wants to win. Yeah. yeah. But he, he just also, thinks that he can do everything. He's super yeah. Bad. Yeah, I got one more around the association. You shouldn't shoot I got one more as well. Oh, go ahead. no, mine's not even cool. So go All right, ahead. this one's not cool, but I just kind of wanted to make fun of this. Uh, China's national team oh, yeah. is playing in the NBA Summer League, yeah. looking for an opportunity to improve. I think there's other teams playing. Yeah, okay. On Monday, Team China ended up winning their first game against the Charlotte Hornets Summer League squad, 84-80. to <laughs> Is this a major setback in confidence for the Hornet Summer League squad? I mean, they probably they beat be, our summer. They beat, <laughs> they beat us. They beat our shit in. So I don't want to talk I too much shit. I actually watched the game. Um, kind of funny. I actually watched that game. The China game? Yeah. And they had a couple guards that were just, like, split doubles and stuff. And I was kind of like, hey, what's up? Like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, like, see what's up. But they also, I think uh, they had... Uh, Yi Jian Lian or Yi Jian Lian or whatever, and a couple other guys that I had actually known. Um, but yeah, I mean they weren't bad, honestly. They really weren't. So yeah, I mean, but, hey, the that's probably suck, but that's probably their best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Over oh there. yeah, yeah. And they barely beat the Hornets summer league. I don't think this, I don't think the Hornets are set back necessarily because I think they'd probably beat us from what right. I've just heard. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't want to play. So what's your team. not cool? Um, piece of news? Anyway, I mentioned this. I think on I might have been with Chris actually, but anyways, the uh, U.S. women's team won the gold medal. Um, it's the gold cup. No, the gold medal or the wait. It's a cup. It's a oh, cup. at the World it's Cup. The Olympics, World cup. Yes. But they get a gold medal out of it. Yeah. Probably. Okay, they get a gold yeah. medal out of it. Okay, and the they have like, got the medal? Yeah, they the get like golden boots. There's like a golden boot. Yeah. There's a golden shoe. There's a golden globe. There's a golden ball, whatever the hell it is. So maybe that's what I was thinking about. But anyways, um, so Bleacher Report, this is after like there's a lot of politics that go into it. I'm not getting into it. But anyways, uh, <laughs> basically, basically what it came down to was the women want equal pay. They're better than the men. Um, yada yada yada. Um, but Bleacher Report comes out with this like tone deaf uh, like poster where it's the United States women like in like character form, okay, like drawing. I've seen in the, the picture. In the background, it's like just different. The weird. internet went roasting. Yeah, they just roasted it because it was like people there was from Zac Friends, Efron, Zac Efron, Friends cast. Baker Mayfield was on it, yeah. like Kobe. It was just like a bunch of just random ass people, and they just completely eviscerated it. So what I told Chris is we need to have the we need to put the poster and edit it with like random ass pacer players. Just random. I'm not talking like Vic. I'm talking like Maceo based David Harrison. David Harrison. Put the guy uh, Rasha Nesterovich. And we can even go Travis Diener. There's so many. We can even go the guy that we only had for like a day. The guy that shot threes for Michigan. Nick Stauskas. Stauskas. Oh, yeah. on there. Yeah. Wade Baldwin. Wade Baldwin. <laughs> How awesome would that be? That we should do that immediately. And Jim also, Hardaway. You put Mike Epps on there. Put famous fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put the guy from uh, Social Network. Social Network. Put yeah. throw him on there. Boomer, obviously a fan favorite. Bowser. Bowser? The old mascot. The dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog, of course. <laughs> and then uh, Nick, Nate McMillan, maybe. I uh, mean, we know it's not going to be us who makes it, so yeah. we're just going to look at Chris. Like that needs to be the next thing. I'll see what I can do. And then we gotta be on it too. Yeah. You gotta have us. <laughs> it's like who are those guys? Yeah. I think that's it. That's all you guys got. That's it. Yeah. And it wasn't even around the association, that was more like a thought. Yeah, a thought yeah. expressed yeah. at the yes. end. I like it. Yeah. Oh, also the girls team, um, they lost to our fifteen U boys team. 
And so that, like, they used that against them today on thing on ESPN, which was another tone death thing. So they said they should be paid equal, and then the boys, 15-year-old team beat them. But, beat the USA women's? Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we used to, our girls used to win state every year at Tri-Central, and I was in seventh grade. We'd scrimmage our girls' team. And you beat them. We beat them. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I know, I just thought it was funny that ESPN was so toned down. Yeah, I mean, that. obviously. Yeah. What, is this Victor Oliva's song? Yes, baby. That's what we needed. I think that wraps up the episode. It does. I was going to let him say this part. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 49 of Born Ready to Pod podcast. Next episode, episode 50. The Tyler Hansborough episode. The Tyler Hansborough episode. We've had more episodes than 50, but this next one will be episode 50. Hopefully got some lots of fun stuff in store for you guys. We will see you guys then. Have a great week. Bye-bye.